Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of 30-Minute Reviews. I am Adam. So, uh, the calendar reflects that we're going to do Sin Street this week. Originally, it was going to be Blades of Glory because the movie Distant was supposed to open this weekend. I don't know if it still is or not. I'm, I'm, I know that that's not my priority this weekend. My priority this weekend is um, the uh, women talking, which, considering I'm recording this on Saturday morning and the Oscar nominations come out the day that this episode goes up, I don't know if it's nominated for Best Picture yet, but indications lean toward it will be nominated for Best Picture um, from what, I, what I've been reading and what I've been seeing. So that was something that I wanted to get to see first. So Distant, even if it is coming out this weekend, which I'm not 100% certain it is getting a wide release, was happening. And the reason why Distant and Blades of Glory are related is because the director of Blades of Glory, uh, Scott uh, Beckin-Woods, um... Scott Beck, and I don't remember the last, the first name of Woods, but they directed Blades of Glory, and then they also directed Distant. Um, so I was like, all right, the directors are the same, we'll put that up. And then I'm like, all right, let me see if I can find Blades of Glory somewhere. So I'm looking on various um, streaming services, and I have so many streaming services at this point that I don't, that they're coming out of my ears. I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Couldn't find it on a streaming service. So I'm like, Let's see what else we can do instead, because I don't really want to pay for this movie, having just paid for, um, what was it last week, uh, Searching last week. Not to say Searching was bad or not worth the money, but I didn't want to pay for it again. So what we have here instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do Sing Street, and Peter and I, we're going to get together and, and do Sing Street. Because, for those of you who don't know, on, on Beware of Spoilers... Sing Street was one of the first movies we did that we went into with very few expectations, and we got into a free screening uh, through GoFobo. And if you if you don't have GoFobo, um, I would definitely recommend checking it out. It will link you to advanced screenings of movies, um, not necessarily press, not press events, but like events to get people to get interest generated. I got into that, and then I think one other one ever I've been invited to, and that was Gifted, but. When I got there, I didn't get it. That's another story, though. I ended up seeing Logan for a second time that night. Um, but we were going to do Sing Street because, um, you know, uh, John Carney has a new movie debuting at Sundance this week. And we didn't, I, we were going to do record that. Um, unfortunately, I had something come up and I have to go somewhere the day we were supposed to record. And he's got a busy schedule and... I have a busy schedule, so we couldn't quite line it up. Um, and I didn't want to do Sing Street alone. Maybe we'll just save the Sing Street episode for when um, for when the movie comes out in theaters for a wider audience. But for, for right now, we needed something for this week. Um, and I didn't have time to watch a movie or um, what the call, watch a movie and, and then do a review of it. So what we're going to do instead is I'm going to upload an old episode of Beware of Spoilers that Peter and I did back in 2016, 2017. 
Um, it is John Wick Chapter 2, um, which um, I recall liking a lot. And as we get closer to John Wick Chapter 4 in March, I think it's time we start looking back at John Wick a little bit and starting to, to get reacquainted with that world. Um, so, so without anything further on that note, please enjoy this discussion of John Wick Chapter 2 that was recorded the weekend it came out, I believe. If not the weekend it came out, the week after it came out. I don't remember the exact date, but it was around that time. So with that, enjoy. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I'm Adam. And I'm Peter. Uh, so, well, let's see. We haven't been here for a while since uh, Star Wars. And even wow. though we didn't have a dedicated episode for, we did a weird... A crossover among multiple shows that have the same cast. So I don't know if that counts as a crossover. Um, that was crazy. Yeah, it was. The pe- people lit. went wild. Lit with a capital T. Um, so uh, this week we're back with John Wick, um, the second movie of twenty uh, twenty seventeen to star Ruby Rose from Orange Is the New Black. What was she also in? I forgot what the other one was. Uh, Triple X, Return of Zavage. The They're um, doing that on um, How Did This Get Made? They're gonna do that movie. It's like good. the first time they've done a movie in theaters. Yeah, I, I that was a disaster. But fortunately, we're breaking the the cycle. We haven't had a good movie that came out uh, this early in the year in a while. Um, isn't? Would you agree with that? Or uh, like... I think no. The Witch came out early in the year. But this early, like this, this February, February, beginning of February, early. Yeah, it came out in February because I was yeah. in Seattle on. Oh uh, uh, yeah, TV, that's true. And that's what I saw it. I saw that's this true. movie in the same theater. It's my favorite movie theater because everything is like super loud, mm-hmm. but the sound mixing is really good. So it doesn't. It's not like too much, but it's really loud while you're in the theater. I used to go to the Regal up in Albany, as Peter well knows, because we've seen quite a few movies there. By the way. Do you know how many movies away from seeing 20? Uh, well, okay. Do you know how many movies we've seen in a Regal Theater this year? Well, I've seen... How many? 15 since last May. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, no, because it also counts times you buy tickets for other people. Uh, so, like, I bought three tickets to go see Suicide Squad, and I bought two to see um, Independence Day Resurgence. Um, which, actually, the way I felt coming out of this movie is very similar to how I felt leaving Independence Day Resurgence. I didn't. Uh, I like this better than Independence Day. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I had the same feeling of I went in expecting X, Y, and Z. I got X, Y, and Z. What more could I ask for? Like, when you go into Independence Day Resurgence, like I said when we did the review of it, if you if you went in expecting anything more than campy science fiction movie stupidity, you were going to be disappointed because the original Independence Day is a big-budget sci-fi original movie. So like yeah. if you went in expecting like Star Wars, then you'd be you were gonna be disappointed. But this I went in expecting a really good action movie. And I came out like that that was sad I, I feel satisfied after that. Like I didn't feel short short changed, it didn't exceed my expectations, because I already had my expectations high enough, but I, 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 I felt satisfied after leaving the movie. My <clears throat> my expectations were definitely higher going into this. Um than um what did I say? Then um, Independence, Independence Day. Day. I went Independence Day with very 
like somewhat low expectations. Well, that's true. Well, Independence Day, you you had to sort of do it going in because it's like there's, there's no way this is gonna be like. Um. So yeah, so let's talk about the previews before the movie. I was I was just trying to look up one of them that I saw. Um, uh, I think it's going to be the worst movie of 2017. Is it the Tupac movie? No, it's the one with Nicholas Holt. Uh, he, um, when you think of Nicholas Holt, is the first thing you think is the first thing you think of um, lead man in an action movie. Um, I think side whiny side character in an action nope, movie. Get ready, <laughs> he has his own action movie. Nice. And it looked like the it looked. I thought it was a joke. Like I thought it was a like a fake movie for a commercial. Like, like one of those. Like one of those. Like uh, what was it called? Um, like the fake Eminem movie they show. Or like silence your cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought it'd be that, like that, and they're gonna turn and it would be like, oh, haha. But it was so bad, and it was like even more sad because you could tell he was like trying. Uh, Anthony Hopkins and um, what uh, what's the guy that played? Gandhi. Idris Elba? No, Gandhi. Oh, not Nelson Mandela. <laughs> he what was movie? also in what Iron Man Gandhi 3, in? your favorite. Oh, 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 uh, Ben Kingston. Yeah, I, sorry, I thought you would know him for other things. Uh, well, Ben Kingsley's in it too. And he's basically playing the same character as he played in Iron Man 3, like, but not the Mandarin, like his real character. Uh-huh. Um, and it's... Him and Anthony Hopkins just look like they're joking around, and they're just like, oh, let's get a giant paycheck. Like, yeah, exactly. And, but you can tell Nicholas Holt is trying really hard. <laughs> and it's really sad. Like, there's one part where, um, like, everyone was laughing in the theater as the trailer was going on. There's one part where he meets the girl, and, like, she says, I love you, and she's just like, and he turns to her, and he's just like, no one's ever told me that before. In That's real a real life. line. Then... It's like there's so many like shitty things. I can't even remember what the name of the Collide. That's what the movie is called. I recommend watching the trailer. That's mm-hmm. how bad it is. Um, what the call? I had a few trailers that made me feel differently than I did when I watched it at home. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Did they show that one for you? No, I still have not seen that trailer. Um, Ghost in the Shell. When I heard they were announcing the movie, and it was to be made by Disney. Have you ever seen the original Ghost in the Shell? I watched the trailer for the original one, but I've not seen it. Okay. Um, I watched the original Ghost in the Shell, and I don't want to sound like a, like one of those like anime fanboys who's like, how fucking dare they make this into a live-action movie? Um, which happens anytime this happens, like when Dragon Ball Evolution got made. That I actually did get legitimately pissed off about, but um, then it's like they made uh, Attack on Titan, and that wasn't good, and now they're making this. Um... And they're making this. Isn't Scarlett Johansson the lead? Scarlett Johansson is playing the major. That's not my problem with it because the major, okay, the um, the major has always looked the the major doesn't look Asian. Well, today, well, well, no, but she she looks Caucasian. Like like she looks she doesn't look Asian. She looks Caucasian, which that's not even the point. My problem is, um, if I wanted to see a Black Widow movie. I would have waited until Marvel eventually relents and makes a Black Widow movie. Or would watch Lucy or Under the Skin. Wasn't that the movie she was in? Yeah. Yeah. Any of those would have been would have done the same thing. And here the problem with this movie is it 
it, they seem to be under like ignoring the the philosophical aspects of it, which is what made the original Ghost in the Shell great. The original Ghost in the Shell is how much of you is you, because it's about people who are the original movie is about people who are jacked into this um, like the Matrix, and they pilot oh. a shell, which is a, a which, the the the, the exoskeleton, like the end uh, exoskeleton. Uh, was it like that Bruce Willis? Uh, movie. Uh, which one? There was that shitty Bruce Willis movie where everyone has like robots that they've used to walk around in real life with, and everyone mm-hmm. like sits in their house. Well, yeah, that 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 is what it is. And so that came the, out like much uh, later. Like that came out like within ten years. Oh, and it so was it's a not shitty. Movie. Yeah. So that that is what the, that's what this movie is, and. Uh... What it seems like, and the, the, what the question the movie raises is, how much of you is you? Because if you're not a physical body and your 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 consciousness is in this shell, now let's say, and what happens to the bad guy is this guy called the puppet master who keeps hacking into the shells and taking them over, hacking in the mainframe, basically. But he keeps taking over people's consciousness and making them do things. So how much of you is actually you? Is the question like, is it still you if your body's doing things but your mind isn't there? Like that kind of thing, which it's stupid philosophy and it's very elementary philosophy, but it's there. Uh, I do. I like those kind of things. Westworld does that. But but the the point is, it's there nonetheless. And the movie's not a straight action movie. It at least attempts to to raise the question while you're there. This this movie does not seem like it should be a straight action movie. Oh, yeah, I think and it's not going to do well. No, it's not gonna, and not because of any boycotts. So if you're if you're thinking of boycotting this movie, um, you don't have to boycott it for a political reason. You can boycott it because it's it. gonna be a it's gonna be a piece of garbage. Um, I feel like you people boycotting it will actually get more people to see it because it'll yeah, exactly. give it more press. I'll see it out of spite, or just um, be like, oh, okay, I'll go see that. But like, it has to have something because people are boycotting it. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Um. So that that was one. They showed the Logan trailer again. Um, I didn't see that. They didn't show the same trailer as in mine. I saw it at Sundance uh, Cinemas, which is a 21-plus only theater. Oh, because it's a lot call. Yeah, and there's uh, Robert Redford pictures everywhere because he owns Sundance. Now, my, question with, like my question with the Logan trailer, I, I'm seeing this before John Wick Chapter 2. John Wick Chapter 2 is rated R. Why yes. couldn't you show the Red Band trailer? I don't know. They, they didn't. They, maybe they only made one Red Band trailer. No, because there are, there is a Red Band trailer that they released. Trailer one, Red Band, and then regular, and then there's trailer two, Red Band, and regular. Why oh, couldn't okay. you show the Red Band trailer? Because the Red Band trailer says in uh, on the Red Band, it says um, this movie um, will be rated R in theaters and has been approved to accompany this picture. Yeah, I understand so, what Red Band trailers are. Oh, well, I'm explaining it for everyone else. <laughs> We have an audience. Like not, you're talking down to me. I'm not talking down to it. you. Um. <laughs> so, but why couldn't you show that before this movie? Now, not that there's a huge difference between trailer two and trailer two's red band trailer. It's just there's slightly more blood, and they they say fuck twice, which means the trailer will be rated R. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's they they just didn't show it for some reason. Um. Trailer 2 isn't as good as the first one. Um, I agree. I saw the new trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean 5. I missed that. 
they play um, a Johnny Cash song in it. Do they really? Yeah, I forget. Man, Johnny Cash is a stitch making a fuck ton of money. It's it does not work as well. <laughs> um, it's not as good I as hurt. What song. It's not hurt. I forget what's it's his other like one of his other famous songs. And I Walk the line, that. Ring of Fire, no, walk. no Jackson, no Folsom Prison, no. Ah, uh, what else? Hold on. I'm not gonna sit here and keep guessing. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's and then it shows. I don't know. It was weird because I don't like show Johnny Depp in it like at all. Yeah, same thing happened with the first one, the first trailer. Like, they released. they're acting like he's not. Like a main character, but they're acting like this is the first movie, and it's like a mystery who he is. But this is we've seen him a little bit. Exactly, like, we've you seen know. we've seen him now. This is the fifth one, so like, why do you keep hiding him? Um, what else? I I, I don't know. I, I don't have faith in that movie, but I, I, then again, I don't have faith. It's gonna make a ton of money, and it's gonna be a piece of crap. Like on stage, uh, it was "Hold Me Down." That was the song. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I guess of... it's eight no grave can hold me down and they're all undead. So, oh, aha. and they um, all can run. They can also run on water. So there's some Jesus imagery in it. Oh, so they brought in guest director Zack Snyder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, speaking I, of, I, part of me wants to see it. I don't know. I like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Movie. Well, I mean, I'm gonna see it anyway. Like that, that's just how it goes. Me. It's like I'm gonna hold my nose. and I'm gonna go see this movie. Like, what do you want me? I'm to do? probably not gonna see it in the theaters though. Oh no. I, it depends on how much money I have. I I might see it in theaters. Um, what else? Speaking of Johnny Cash and trailers, um, the third, oh, the first one that came out that had Johnny Cash in the trailer. They showed trailer two for that movie today. Um, Power Rangers. Cool. Which had a cover of Walk the Line in the first trailer. Um, let's see. Trailer 2, um, do you remember how we described seeing the Star Wars trailer every time we saw it? And every time on the show, we would say, it gave me chills. Yeah. That's how I felt with this, and I've never felt that. It, it, you know what it felt like to me? Wait, how wait, I wait felt... was the Power Rangers trailer? Yes. It was like, remember how I described the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows? Cause, cause Where it had the, they had that really good cut of it's tricky, not it's tricky. Um, no, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, it had that really good cut in the, and it was like, okay, this movie has sold me. I mean, maybe it was just the way they cut it, but like my inner five year old like leapt out of my chest and was like screaming at how awesome it was, which I guess is what Transformers fans feel whenever a new movie comes out like that. And, like, I fully understand how Transformers got to be make as much money as it did. Where it exists, like, there's a weird intersection of nostalgia for things no one cared about in the past and movies no one cares about now and somehow makes a billion dollars every Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, I, I legitimately don't understand. But, like, they've sold me on this movie. And, granted, the, the, the other thing that's going to make me see this movie is if I see two of the four major Lionsgate movies coming out at this time... Um, they're gonna give me an extra thousand points at um, real real crown, so it's worth it. Um, but I'm not gonna see the other two movies because they look stupid. Um, My other trailer was um, the Wall or Great Wall. I forgot. Oh, the the Ben Affleck one with the the under boob camera. Matt Damon. Yes, that one. Who did I say? Ben Affleck. Yeah, same thing. They're interchangeable. And uh, Kong. Skull Island. They showed that one for me too. That looks good. Um, yeah, Kong Skull Island did be good. We actually have that one scheduled for a um, for a Beware of Spoilers. That will be a good one to do. Yep. Um. So let's then. What was the other one? Oh, the last trailer they showed for me, um, was. You would think they would have used the last trailer for Power Rangers, considering this is a Lionsgate movie, and then Lionsgate gets to dictate. Um, what's it called? They get to dictate how it goes with what, um, what what trailers go before it. So you Do they would, up for everything? Lionsgate gets to dictate the order of the movies and what movies they advertise before. Because then, like, why did um, like, why were all my trailers different than your trailers? Marketing based on the market. Oh, okay. You would think the Seattle market and the the, the New York market would be, would similar, be similar, but, but I, maybe because I, I was at a Sundance uh, cinema, so that's true. Had to be different. Had to be different um, somehow. So they uh, this one, um, the last one for me was a movie about Tupac that I do yeah, not. Yeah, I hear about this at all. It's a it's a biopic about Tupac coming out in June. They called never mind. I don't remember what, what did you say it was gonna be called. No, there's a movie called Tupac Resurrection, but it came out in 2003. No, that's not it either. Um, I was yeah, I assumed so. Uh, what, what's it called? Either way, the the movie is gonna be this year straight out of Compton. All eyes on me is the name of the movie. I'm a little bit racist. How's that racist? You said it's going to be just like Straight Outta Compton. No, it's going to be this year Straight Outta Compton. I spelled eyes wrong. Great. Someone's going to be fired for that. <laughs> uh, the guy who's playing Tupac actually does look a lot like Tupac. But, I mean, I guess that was what warranted wow. people screaming about not getting a nomination for, um, for all of the actors in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Was they look just like them? How could you not nominate them for acting Oscars? I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't get nominated. Yeah, exactly. Robert Downey Jr. doesn't get nominated for looking like Tony Stark because that's part of the role. Like that's the bare minimum of the job. Um, but the other thing is, the trailer starts with like multiple separate clips of police brutality. 
<laughs> like from news, from from the news and, and from dash cam and stuff like that. So and how, and how um like Tupac stopped police violence and how it's like the mom's like his mom's talking to him and through the whole trailer. I hear her voice over. It's like you're gonna become a target for them. You're you're like all oh, the black boys. You have a bull, you have a bullseye on your back. Um, like I know exactly what this is doing. This is baiting people to come out and see it in June. Then they're gonna come out and see it. Then everyone's gonna know this movie. That's why there was no outcry over like if Moonlight didn't get nominated this year, there would have been less outcry than if Hidden Figures didn't get nominated. Despite Moonlight being the better movie, because everyone has seen Hidden Figures, no one has seen Moonlight. Mm-hmm. So if this will be the next year's big, well, why didn't this get nominated? It's not a good movie. It's a good summer blockbuster. Like, that's a straight eye comp. Yeah. It's a good blockbuster, but it's not a good movie. I was thinking Moonlight handled. I haven't seen either, like, this or Moon, Moonlight, but from my, I guess, perspective of trailers, uh, mm-hmm. I think Moonlight handles, like, race relations and, like, dealing with. I think it deals with racial prejudice. I'm not sure. But uh, dealing with that um, better, like, in a more real way. Then I think this Tupac movie is going to deal with it in like, or Sherlock Compton did, like an expose kind of way. Well, Sherlock Compton makes it seem like they're going to tell the true story about how the government killed Tupac. Mm, I might see it then because, because the last, cool. the end of the move, the end of the trailer is, uh, the, is it, someone I forgot who it was who said it. Someone like says Ronald Reagan, and he's just like, "We got to kill Tupac." No, it ends with I forgot. I, it was I don't think it was the guy playing Tupac. Someone says. Uh, he said, "If he dies, he wants the truth to come out." And then it's like the title of the movie. And I'm like, "This is gonna be one of the, this is." I know it's gonna. I, I was just like, "This is gonna be this just That was when I I knew. It's race baiting, and it's gonna make people go and see it, and they're gonna and then they're gonna be like, "Oh well, why wasn't this nominated? This is the best movie I saw all year." When it's like, "Okay, you saw that, you saw Spider Man, and you saw like Power Rangers." Like, okay, out of the three, yes, this is the best, but out of all the movies that came out, no, it is not the best, or anywhere near the best. It Which, was uh, Bill Clinton. I thought Tupac died in the 80s, but he died he did in, not the die in the 80s. Well, so, was it early 90s or mid-90s? It was, it was Bill Clinton. It was 1996. Okay, yeah. It was, um, I was three years old. I remember it know. like it was yesterday. The more you know. Yeah. I remember, I remember Bill Clinton going on the TV and saying, we're leading an expo- uh, a important mission to kill Tupac, and the world cheered. Yeah, as Bill Clinton was just like, I'm, he, like, he got mad because he wanted to play saxophone on one of Tupac's like albums. And then Tupac said no, so Bill Clinton decided to kill him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, let's see. So, do you want to start with uh, the movie? John Wick. Yeah. Two. We're going to do the non-spoiler and then the spoiler. Oh, right, non-spoiler. The non-spoiler. Um, John Wick 2 is a sequel to John Wick. Yes. Actually, it's called John Wick Chapter 2. Yes, yes it is. Um, he gets another dog. That one Ooh. it doesn't die, so don't yeah. worry. That's the only spoiler, I guess. Yeah, it's not really a spoiler. It's made to... I think it was made to look like you get like a more deeper understanding of the... like hitman underworld mm-hmm. of this like weird universe of hitmen that have like some sort of honor society and it does that a little bit there it was much more melodramatic i think than the first one mm-hmm. and i wasn't sure if some parts were supposed to be funny or not but 
people were laughing anyway. We'll get into, I guess, specific scenes later. Yeah. Um, the action was really good, besides the fights with Common. Common was not good. I don't know. There were a few scenes I liked with Common. He, like, went every fight scene, like, it would, whenever, whenever he fought with Common, it would slow down so much because he can't actually do anything. And then it was Common, like, making weird grunting noises yeah, and, like, uh, like, yelling, kind of. It was really weird. And then the staircase you, scene was way too much. That was stupid. Yeah, that bothered me. Did you? That's when um, I was like, "That's when I was like, is this supposed to be funny? Like, it looked like a like a Monty Python sketch. Like, yeah, they literally the fall first, down like four staircases in a row. Yeah, the first one's okay. I was like, okay, that makes sense. There's like the second one is like, okay, there's no more. Then the third one, you're yeah. like, okay, this is. Um, and, um I think yeah, you don't that... really get a lot of answers. You get a little bit more like people talking about rules but there's not really like oh this is what this is no they explain it they explain it very well they don't explain they just they explain the stuff they introduce like the marker but they don't explain like what the high table is or like what they're actually doing and apparently like 20 percent of the city of new york are actually assassins i was at more than 20 percent of the city of new york based on what actually happened in this movie i would say closer to 75 to 90 percent of the city of new york are actually assassins you also got to see the inside the World Trade Center train station. Yep. That part confused me a lot because I was like, what fucking train station looks like? Exactly. This and then I like was I like literally spent that entire scene looking at the background until I saw a sign that said World Trade Center. Yeah, it's like that was that was happened to me too. I was like, I do not recognize this at all. And yeah, I was just like, like Where what, what train station that also has Metro North is this clean? Like Yeah, I was like really confused. I thought they were in Europe or something. But like, and I like the C train. I like, okay, there you go. No, but I liked. I really like the scene with Common and, uh, and Keanu Reeves when they're walking in the station. I mean, this is not really a spoiler. This is just something that happens. Part of their like half hour long fight between the two of them. Um, I did like with the silencers. Yeah, the the, the silencers. They're, they're just pointing at each other and trying to shoot each other. Um, but like inconspicuously, and everyone around them just walking like nothing's happening. I think that this is a movie. Uh, this whole movie is commentary on people not paying attention and only looking at their phones. Mm. This is the it's whole deep. point of this movie. It's deep. Also, the when they get into a fight on the train and are shooting each other and, like, stab, trying to stab each other, like, people get up, but they don't leave the car. They just, like, yeah. move over. They're like, okay. <laughs> well, to be fair, it, it is uh, Lower Manhattan. What does that mean? The train does go north, too. It's like, this is just a normal occurrence because it's New York to everyone else. Who's never oh, seen yeah. this? Who isn't aware of what New York actually is? Or all, this is what everyone so thinks New York is. Or they're all assassins. Oh yeah, that that, that is <laughs> also an alternative. But then they would have jumped in, I think, if they were also assassins. Or they, if if, if there are that many, if there are that many assassins, this is going to be normal for you then. I guess that's true. Like, if there are this many assassins in the world, it's like, ah, oh, well, this is happening again. Like, move out of the way. And he also goes to Rome, and I just finished reading Angels and Demons, so I knew exactly where he was. <laughs> Did you? Were you able to like give commentary to everyone in the theater about all the beautiful architecture? Yeah, I just like well? stood up and I just like, oh, that's St. Peter's Basilica. <laughs> like, thanks, kid. Shut up. <laughs> um, Angels and Demons. This happens. Was, you, was your theater empty, by the way? No, I was surprised. I was, there was at least it's a really small theater. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, they, I think I, I saw it at the one o'clock showing, mm-hmm. uh, but there was at least like 30 other people there. Yeah. Mine, mine was empty. I, know that doesn't sound like a lot. No, was I, empty. I thought it was going to be empty, but it wasn't. 
Well, I went at ten forty-five in the morning. Old, that's probably why. There was this yeah. old guy of mine where he like sat down and started playing Galaga on his phone at full volume. <laughs> he shut it off like once the trailer started. But like, oh, okay. Looking at him, like, okay. like, <laughs> like it was. I thought it was like in the middle of a movie, just like. It wasn't during the movie, but still, it was weird to do that in public. Um, let's see what else is there. Um, Ruby Rose, as we said earlier, is there. Oh, I never. She didn't. They never say her name. No, they. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I left the movie. And I'm like, I paid attention do I know her name or like? I just know her as her actress because, like, you don't need to. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wonder if it says her name in the credits. Oh, uh, her name is Aries. Aries. Okay. Um, she she's there. And that's really all you can really say about her. She's there. Oh, um, the best. I think the funniest part is Common trying to speak Italian. That was yes. the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like, it sounded w- even worse than um, uh, what Brad Pitt in Inglorious Bastards when he says "grazie." Like, grazie. like Common saying "grazie" sounds even worse than that. Yeah, he says like "grazie." Yeah, it was. Really funny. This is Common's second movie in a few months. By the way, do you remember the first movie he was in? Nope. Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, I think you should stick to singing cameos in movie like that. We're gonna be like Ti and play Dave in Ant Man, where no acting Dave. abilities required. Ti was um, good in Ant Man. Yeah, well, it's a very small role; didn't require much. Oh, there's a really there's a lot of there's like. Two or three montages in this movie that are very. It's like I've never seen montages done like that before, and it was oh, really the, good. The the first one's the one where he's uh, getting the stuff together in Rome. Yeah, I I it's really like that one. I like the part. Oh, I forgot his name. The guy who was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's also in uh, Parks and Rec. Yes, when he's when he's um, talking about the he's guns, a, like the fine wines. Yeah, the Salome. I got that word almost. <laughs> and then, um. And then they do another. I won't say what it is, but there's like another more action montage, like towards the end of the movie. Yeah, that one, that one was good. Yeah, that that's a big spoiler. I didn't expect that turn the movie took, and we'll talk more about that in the uh, the part after where we don't talk about where we talk about spoilers, um, and how I think that was a bad idea. Like for me, the story is weakest after the midpoint, and that's the weakest part of the movie is the story. I guess. Like, we're going to talk more about that once we can say the specifics. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess that's really all we can talk about without spoilers. So uh, how would you rate the movie? Out of 10? Yeah, out of 10. Why do you ask that every time? It's, it's never I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're going to trick me one no, day. No, out of 48 this time. Just, oh, okay. On a scale of 1 to 48, with a, where a 1 is great, and a minus 6, which is amazing. <laughs> I would give it an eight and a half out of ten. It was very good action movie that we don't really get to see anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because and there's also very little shaky cam, which I yeah. despise. Um, I hate shaky cam so much. And this movie does not rely on shaky cam to trick you into an action scene. Like you also, see it doesn't everything have to cut ninety million times in between. Uh, yeah. in in the middle of one sequence. Exactly. Yeah, there's not a lot of cuts. It's not disorienting. Like it's very fluid and a very very fun to watch. And he does he kills people more creatively in this one. Yeah. Um, cool shit like that. Yeah, I would give it a nine. Um so yeah, after this point we will be spoiling the movie. Um so buckle so, up. Yeah, strap in. Heads. 
Um, so let's see. Um, arguably my biggest problem, as I said before, is the story. Because, like, we we know he's, like, the, the bit, how do I put this? Like, if you, we know you're going to set up a sequel. Like, we, I know that. I just thought no, it was going to die at the end for a second. I, like, was like, wow, they're going to kill him. And I was like, that'd be cool. I didn't think they were going to kill him. I thought, I thought they were definitely, because very few movies are just one and two. But I thought I would be like, wow, what if it, like, at the end when uh, the guy from The Wire, that's, like, the hotel, like, yeah. um, lobby guy, like, when he came to get him at his house, I was like, oh, he's going to kill him. Yeah, I think, um, what's it called? I think this would, like, I, I knew they were going to be taking up a sequel, so there was really no stakes in the movie, and that's just because me going, like, that's just me logically thinking, like, they're not going to kill off this character because they're going to end up, they want option sequels out of it, obviously. Lawrence Fishburne's character was strange, too. Yeah, it's just like, hmm, we have Lawrence Fishburne. Like, that's something I wish they got more into, like, his relationship with the, like, assassin organization, like, Mm -hmm. what he does. Right. And, like, what the organization, or, like, what the high table does. Did you know that every homeless person in New York City is actually an assassin? I did not yeah, know that, that. I like that. That part was cool when he was like, oh, can you ask, Can I have a quarter? And he shoots the guys in the head. Yeah. That's part of the action montage that's really good because yeah. he kills two people with a pencil. Oh, yeah, the two people with the pencil. There was the... Um, the violin player that yeah. shoots him in the stomach, like, three times. And he's just like, um, okay, walk it off. The janitors are the ones the homeless people kill. The, uh, the, the sumo wrestler guy, guy that Who, shoots he in the shoot, head. He shoots in the head, then the guy goes to get back up, so he shoots him again. And the there is one more. Uh, what was it? The, oh, the guys um, that he he stabs him in the taint. Yes. That yeah. Oh no, I, I'm like pretty sure he like cut his dick off. I'm not blood. I know. I just but... I think he just went straight up the taint. Um. No, I think, I think I think the um. Well, I was talking about before with the cuts. If you watch the sequence after he kills, what's her name? And Ares. he no, um, not Ares. The the the, the oh, sister the first. The lady, yeah, the high when he's, lady. When he's in the scene that's, like, basically the same scene as in the first one where he's at the party and he's trying to escape. Yeah, that was and, cool. They did it, they did, it was, like, I think that's a little throwback because it wasn't as, it wasn't exactly the same as the party. But do it you was know like, how many oh, times there was, like, you know how many cuts there were between him, like, on the stage and him getting to the catacombs? How many? Four. That's very impressive because a lot of shit happened. Yeah. That was cool. I think some people in the crowd definitely got shot. Because he was, like, shooting people, and I think bullets could have passed through into other people. Yeah. And the other thing was, he, um... Well, there was one other thing he did, um... What was it? Um, oh, when he the killed, catacomb um, scene was interesting. That was really cool. I like that, because it, it felt almost like a video game, but in a good way, where he, like, laid weapons out for him in advance. And then yeah. Like, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was really loud in the movie. I yeah, like the shotgun. I like the shot. The one in the shotgun part where um, there's he like runs out of uh, like ammo, so he pins the guy down with the shotgun, and then he reloads the shotgun and then shoots him. Yeah. He went a little um, bit overboard with the shotgun, I think, because he shot some people like three times in the chest with a shotgun. Yeah, that was just <laughs> was, like, once will do. Like... Wasting a little bit, I think. Uh, at the end, when he kills the deaf uh, girl, mm-hmm. and he he stabs her in the chest, the guy behind me, um, like he said it quietly, he was just like right in the tit. And I just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it made me like, it was so perfect. Um, I don't think she's dead, and I don't think Common's dead either. That that part was dumb. If you stab someone in their in their aorta, it's not like the like it would still would blood would still go everywhere. It's not like the it's not like your aorta would just sit perfectly on no, top of the knife. We got this. We're good. No, I hope Common like, is dead. When Common died, I was really happy because I really didn't like him. I think the best part about his death was um, how he's staying on the train and uh, John gets off the train and it's like this is the end of the line. Oh, I didn't on even hear that. Yeah, on the end, like, this is, is the end of the line, over and over again. The mirror room was cool, too, at the end. That was, yeah, that was a, the, the, that's even what the first John Wick did, is it's very good with the use of visual. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's very well, uh, it's a very, it's a very well set design. Uh, choreog- you know, set design movie, and the choreography is really good for using the set design construction. Yes, I also like all the stuff breaking. That was, was cool. <laughs> and I like, uh, he, he just shot the guy in the head in the hotel. Yeah, um, which sets up, which I think what they should have done, and I was about halfway through the movie, or right before he went to Rome, this is what I thought was going to happen. That's like th- the first half an hour, this is when he goes to Rome. Well, no, because, okay, well, you still fucking set up, think what you're going to do in the future. Um, well, first of all, the movie opened, and it opened like a Bond movie, uh-huh. where he was on some other mission unrelated to the movie at large, and then it goes to the weird, like, opening that was the end of his retirement, I guess. Or the end of his not... The his, end of uh, revenge, being out right? of retirement, yeah. yeah. That um, was that part was pretty funny, too. But, like, the Russian guy. Did you catch uh, where John Wick is from? New Jersey. Yep. It says that you know that in the first one, too. I probably they did a good job. That. Even the inspection sticker is right, like, on the windshield. <laughs> I, like, checked. Good for them. And, uh, oh, also, did you see... Um, the Russian guy's assistant with like the mustache. Did you recognize him? The assistant with the mustache. No, yeah. where's he from? He's in House of Cards. He's the union rep that's in Peter Russo's district in the first season. That's uh, like the union leader of the shipyard worker. I was say, do you recognize the guy uh, who is the um, the car repairman? John Leguizamo. Yes. Yeah, I hate it's... him as a human being. Because of that annoying Optimum commercial he got, I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, it's it's annoying. It's like I hit him at a human being because he like brought an old Toyota Rav Four on like pimp my ride. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Um, no, I think uh, what's it called? Um, what was the other thing he did? Um, with this in this movie, they um. Okay, so early on they set out the rules of how this movie's gonna work because the the Italian mob comes to him this time and goes, um, "We have a marker and we want you to honor it." So 
So he says no, and consequently gets his house blown up. But a dog because, didn't die, so it's okay. But if, if, he, if there's anything he learned last time, is if someone with mob ties comes to you and asks for something, you say yes. And also, I think that this guy may be the single dumbest motherfucker in the history of movies. Yeah. Because, like, after he just finished his revenge, like, rampage, like, across New York City, and killed hundreds of people, single-handedly, most of which with his bare hands, you're like, eh, let me just blow his house up, because he won't do something for me. Like, did you not that, I like that in the beginning, too. They, they uh, bring up the his questionable, like, morals, and he's just like, he killed all those people just for a dog. Yeah, like... That's how Keanu Reeves does an interview with um, screen junkies, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, "Do you think it's okay that he murdered all these like hardworking like security people because <laughs> someone else killed his dog?" <laughs> and then they ask him about if um, he goes up to stone people and tells them the Matrix is real, and <laughs> it is real. Um, when after Speed came out, um, he would like get on buses. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he always wanted to get on bus and just be like, here we go. Uh, I think the, um, that was the other thing about the opening. It was a good way to recap what happened in the previous movie, because I think they realized not everyone who had seen, is seeing this movie, they just heard about the first movie and didn't know about what happened. And they like, didn't know the plot details. Mm-hmm. So they, they very quickly go over it in the opening sequence when he's like, having the car chase and yeah the car chase it feel like it felt a lot like watching someone play grand theft auto yeah it looked, it looked like how i played grand theft auto. yeah like here we go <laughs> there's just someone smashing into like everything and then refusing to leave the car even though it's like dead the yeah that was really the opening was really good um i didn't re- the end when he was like yep when he's just like, tell me, tell me like that. That was really weird. His acting wasn't as great in this one, or it felt very forced. Well, because the thing the is, the first movie didn't have much opportunity for him to act as much as just walk around and shoot people. Yeah, well, that's. I think the first one he was good. Like it was just very calm. This one, I think he tried to be more intense, and it. I don't think it worked. Mm-hmm. So he, the guy comes to him with the marker and says, "You're gonna do something for me." He says, "No." House gets blown up. So he walks all the way to New York. And uh, with his dog, that dog is very well trained because the dog does not have a leash, and he just follows him. That's a cool dog. I like the dog. So he uh, he walks with the dog and walks all the way to New York, and he um he he goes to the the Continental, which we learn has a lot bigger significance, other than just being a hotel that houses the uh, that houses people who are uh, assassins. We got we learned that in the last one. Because we learned about some of the rules in the first one of the like uh, like, assassin code that you can't kill anyone on hotel property. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. And it's well, like the good thing they brought I, that I, back I because the, I would have forgotten that. Yeah, and they uh, the network system is something brand new though. Yeah, the the whole network like, with the coins and all that. With the and the typewriters. Yeah. Um. So the he goes there and talks to the the owner of this branch of the Continental and goes, uh, is there any way I can get out of doing the marker? And the guy says, there are two things that we cannot overrule because they're the most sacred rules. 
one is if you have a marker, you have to follow it. Um, and two, no conducting business on the grounds of the Continental. Yep. Um, so, so the guy's like, look, just do what he wants, kill him, and be done with it. Like, and I'm like, hmm, that's actually a good idea. And then, like, all problems solved. Um, so what else happens? So he, he then goes back to the guy um, who's, like, the biggest dick on the planet. And... Um, oh, the, yeah, the Italian guy. Yeah. And uh, the guy's like, I want to kill my sister. Now, at this point, it raised the question to me. Why is it that there's no rule against using the marker to kill family? Because this is organized Why crime. Because the marker isn't the, for the mafia. It's just for the assassins. Yeah, that's true. Like, you don't have to be in a like, organized crime syndicate to be a part of that group. It's just people in the mafia are also members of that group. No, it just seemed to me like when they said the international, like whatever, the international table, the high table. Anytime they said that, yeah. it seemed like it was like a group of both the assassins and the organized crime. I thought it was just different organized crime uh, bosses together, like in um, Spectre. Right. Like that, also in where Rome. it's just a yeah, hmm. <laughs> just like angels and demons. But oh, the man. I felt it was just because they said the Russians had a seat, and it was then they had a seat. And that guy. And then, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The and then, guy who got intruded on by the, uh, by the lady. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot him. I thought that was going to add up to something later on, but then it didn't. He just showed up in the last scene. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, he's going to do something, but then he didn't do anything. Now, I would like to point out one other big flaw in this movie. So, John Wick was sent to kill what's her name? Claudia Van Damme. Um, so, okay, so he goes, then she has that weird scene where she's talking to him while she's undressing, and then like, cuts her wrist. Yeah. Why didn't he just walk out then, and then get like, oh, and then like, someone discovers her. It's not murder, then she killed herself. Because then it, uh, he didn't do it. Right, so. but then there's nothing he can't, like, okay, so he didn't complete the marker. Now he's like, I would have done it, but she was already there and she killed herself by the time I got there. Then what's he gonna do? Yeah, like, but it, him shooting her in the head didn't, oh, it, well, they... It would have indicated there's someone else saw, in the room. And but, the Common, brother, but Common saw him well before that they found the body. Okay. And then knew where he, why he was there. Well, the thing with, the thing with Common is, if, if John Wick is there, it's not John Wick's style to cut someone's wrist and leave him to dead, leave him for dead. You don't know. Putting the bullet in the head, putting the bullet in the head is what Lee, is what, is his, like, marker. Like, oh, look at this. Like, this was John Wick. Yeah, but everyone would know him anyway. Because, um, the, because even if she killed herself, it's like, uh, the Italian guy still would have put a bounty on John Wick. But for what reason? He wouldn't have put a bounty on because he would have had no reason to. 
So if he sent put up a seven million dollar yeah, bounty, it would be like why? But it, because he killed her, that gives a reason. Okay, well then there would then there wouldn't be a John Wick too. How exactly. Exactly. Don't create these giant logical flaws in your movie and don't expect me to pick at them. I don't think it's a logical flaw. It is. Just just have him shoot her in the head. That whole awkward scene is eliminated and the the problem solved. I liked it. I thought it was cool. She slips her wrists all the way up her arms. Um, Yeah, then um, he has the fight with Ares in the in the tunnel system, and Ares does nothing, just lets all the uh, faceless men run after him and try and kill him. And that turns out well for them, as Piggy Lou's on a pile of bodies. Um, yep. Then Common attacks him in the street, and for a country that doesn't have guns, people in this city of Italy are just okay guns. with the amount of gunshots that are being fired off. Oh yeah, there's also when it, the opening scene when he hits a guy on the motorcycle and like shows all the traffic in New York City except where they're driving. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's like no no one around at all. Yeah, and then there's a scene where he um the, then he goes into the continent then they they crash into the continental and they're like stop, don't you know, don't conduct business here. And there's that scene where Who was like, that guy? The owner of the continental the, uh... in Rome. No, no, like the actor. He looks oh, familiar. Know. Um, I, I don't know, but like I like the scene after that where it's like, let me buy you a drink, and it, it reminded me of you ever see the uh, the Looney Tunes cartoons with the sheepdog and like Wiley e. Coyote, and uh, they I, go yeah. and it's like in the beginning they go from their house, they punch in, and then it's like, oh uh, uh, yeah, I have seen that. That that's what it felt like. And it's like, you want day off? I'll I'll cover your shift tomorrow. I was like, nah, I'm good. Like that that that's what it felt like that whole thing. Because then they're having the drink, and um, and then Ruby Rose comes in and she's just like, what's up? And that's when we find out she's deaf. Yeah, um, and then they're like, ew, you're weird. I don't want to hang out with you. You know, they could have just not had her speak at all, and you wouldn't have needed to say she was deaf. Like there was nothing that her dialogue added to the movie that made it needed. Yeah, she only had like three lines of sign language, and it was like, "Do you want me to? Do you want me to buy you a drink?" Which could have been omitted completely. He just looked at her and acknowledged her and walked away. Then, when he kills her, she says something she to says, him. See you uh, later. Or... Yeah, see you later. And he goes, "Sure." So you you really <laughs> didn't need any of that. And in fact, it probably would have been better if after everything she didn't say anything, and then she he just said he just said, "See you later," as she was dying. Or just walked away. Yeah, the yeah. the deaf thing was a weird. I was just kind of like, okay, I guess she was deaf. I like how they showed him killing two people with a pencil. Yeah, because he stabs one in the ear and then stabs another guy in the like the the spinal cord and the brain. So stem. take that, Heath Ledger. He killed two people with a pencil. They also alluded yeah, they to it earlier it. in the movie. Here. They also alluded it uh, earlier in the movie. Yeah, I think in the first one they talk about it too. He killed and like he killed three, three men with a with pencil. Um, he only kills two people with a pencil. This one, yeah, exactly. So. Um, exactly. so then they put the bounty out on him after that. Now this is the point in the movie where I'm like, this is stupid. Like, Why? Because what they sh- here's how I thought the movie should the, the movie should have been. The movie should have been about him getting. Like, it should have been an entire assassination mission movie. 
where his goal through the entire thing is to kill what's-her-name. And the point where he's in there and he's having the scene where he's going into the, the hot tub or the bathtub, whatever the hell that thing is, that should have been Common comes in with Ruby Rose or whoever comes in and um, catches him. And then the rest of the movie's him trying to do it again. And then he succeeds at the end of the movie. Then the bounty's placed on him and he's got to come back to New York, face everything like that, and then kill the guy. And then he's actually in retirement. Trilogy over, happy ending for all. No, I like how they did it. I think it would have been... They already, like, how much setup could he have done that it would take the whole movie? The movie didn't need to be as long as it did, first of all. It felt long at the end. It, because there's so much. Like, if they just cut it, um, then it would have been fine. Um, let me see what else was there. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um... When we were talking about how everyone in New York's an assassin, that's because at the very end, um, he shoots the he killed the Italian guy in inside the Continental. So then the Winston, who's the manager, declares him excommunicado, which is I guess basically another bounty that gets put out on him. Yeah, um, larger. But this one he had larger, and like literally everyone in the world like can see it. So then he gives him an hour head start as like a friendship. Yeah. Thing. But then he, like, that part was dumb because then it's, he's, like, running through every single person in the park around him is assassin. Then yeah, really he freaks out. And he's just, like, running through the park and everyone's, like, looking at him as they get a tech notification that they should kill him. People have, like, flip phones, like, Nokia flip phones from, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, it would have been funnier, I think, if it was, like... Like, Common had an old Nokia. Like, if it was, like, a baby, like, picked up its phone, like... Like, at that point, it just, it, you're just going, like, full, like, stupid at that point. So why don't yeah, that's have, like, like, I don't a, know how much of it... Like, was that meant to be funny? Was that meant to be serious? That's, yeah, I think a, a lot of the movie, I was that feeling that way, where I was, like, laughing and other people were laughing, but I was like, am I supposed to, like, did they want me to be laughing? Yeah, it's just meant to be, like, I, I couldn't tell, because it's like, it, it could have gone either way. I don't know if it was, like, t- uh, Twin Peaks, where it's, like, super like, melodramatic on purpose to be somewhat comedic at times. Yeah. But this one could go either way. Um, and then what was the other thing where, like... Um, oh, he also never names a dog. I thought that was funny. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a good dog. Um, what else was there? Um, the whole sequence in the subway was really cool, and it's another one of the times in this movie really excels is when they have these large set fights yeah. where it's like um, you get to, they get to use the environment to their advantage. Um, Except um, the sound of a gun with a silencer on it is still as loud as some at least someone slamming a car door. Well, the suspension so, of disbelief. Very, not very um, Then there is the... Um, Oh yeah, then the whole Lawrence Fishburne part with the homeless people. It would be completely omitted, and I would have had no problem with and him putting like SIM cards into pigeons. (laughs) Like if he just went like, um, I'm going like if he's just like, hmm, he's probably back at the uh, at the hotel museum I was at. Let me go there. I'm like, oh, that's believable because you know he's a narcissist. So why wouldn't he be back there for his like coronation to the high council or high table? So that makes sense. So 
he goes he goes there and that's when the the final the third act fight begins and he he takes on the entire um of this guy's organized crime family and just like massacres everyone like they're yes. nothing and um oh yeah then he goes into like the exhibition of the soul exhibit or something like that yeah people there was like this one guy like yeah it's called reflection of the soul and it's about like looking inward because there's mirrors everywhere and it looked really cool and it was kind of like a little bit on the nose but i get what they were doing yeah like, like reflecting but there's this one guy in my theater that was like laughing really hard like at the that narrator when like every line she was saying he was just like cracking up in the back like okay we get like you, you think it was, it's funny buddy like yeah it was really weird i was just like do you like actually think it's funny or are you trying to like make fun of it like yeah, i don't know like, what you're doing um so that that but the whole thing was very well shot and the the movie does a very good job of cinematography with this um so yeah but that was that's one of the examples of a scene that does that like really brings it ahead is the uh, <clears throat> cinematography in that one in that one scene um, Lawrence Fishburne was funny though like yeah. i liked a lot of his lines but it didn't but, yeah, need to be really, there it didn't really make sense I feel like the entire reason he was in the movie was that way they could have the one line where he's like, me, uh, me and John met many years ago in a different life yeah. or something like that. And he was like, oh, ha ha, we get it. You were both in the Matrix. But then it's because John Wick cut his throat open for some reason. Yeah, exactly. But then didn't kill him. John Wick is such a good assassin, he can not kill you, too, and make you almost Yeah, still take credit for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, so like I said, movie, I would give it a solid nine. Um, and you you're gonna stick with your eight and a half. Yeah, eight and a half. I didn't feel like it dragged at some parts. Like it, yeah, end. that was that was that was the only thing. Was it, it, it same thing with Rogue One though? Rogue One does drag in the beginning. Yeah, but Rogue One, I I had a lot of bias going into it just because it's Star Wars. Well, yeah, that that's a the, a big mountain. To... Yeah, um, like they could probably, and especially they had that ending scene with yeah. Darth Vader, so they literally could have just. Like had a prolapsed anus for an hour and a half, and then just had that scene, and I would it be was, like, "That was the greatest movie ever." It was like Jurassic World with uh, how it's like you could just had Chris uh, Pratt reading the phone book for the first two hours, and like, up oh, and here's the fight with the dinosaur. All like, that movie yeah. was amazing. Um, but oh, speaking of Jurassic World, um, did you hear what Max Landis said about Jurassic World? That would probably make me hate Max Landis even more than I thought I could. But so this is say it. this is Max Landis's tweet about okay. Jurassic World. Casual reminder that Jurassic Park three had a genetically engineered super dinosaur that fought a T Rex. Oh my god! Is he just stupid, or is like is he? They, everyone knows that because there's a direct callback to that in Jurassic World. I wasn't going to say it. the Spinosaurus existed. I thought. Yeah, actually, that's the other good point. Where it was just another, <laughs> it was, it was just a dinosaur. Like, and you, and it's a, it's a battle, but it's just like, it lasts for like thirty seconds in the beginning of the movie, and it's like the Spinosaurus snaps the T Rex's neck. Yeah, exactly. It's wow. cool, but it's not as like grand or meaningful as the one in the uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World. And in Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, I he definitely be like Jurassic Park is the best Jurassic Park. <laughs> Your ratings mean nothing. Exactly. Um, well, I did get a solid five, or a receptable five, or whatever Ali called it. Um, oh yeah, because all everything he does gets like less, uh, like 
four out of ten. Yeah. Uh, him and his good friend. Did you see JK? Actually, I can talk about this later. Never mind. It's not about John Wick. Well, bring it up because I'm I'm trying to get to the movie inside to see what our next movie is. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, did you see J.K. Rowling got into a Twitter fight with um, Pierce Morgan? No, I didn't see that. That sounds like right, well, so Pierce. Stuff. Pierce Morgan went on um, uh, Bill Maher um, last mm-hmm. night, and uh, I I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to because uh, apparently Bill Maher and Bill Maher. I like Bill Maher a lot, um, <laughs> but apparently Bill Maher just like destroyed um, Pierce Morgan, mm-hmm. and like everyone else uh, hates. Him. Well, because he's a, Pierce Morgan is a giant asshole. He like, is. He is. Let's not like, let's not take anything away from Pierce Morgan here. He's, he's a men's rights activist. Uh, but, he is the prolapsed asshole of of uh, news media. Yeah. So he went and then he went on there to try to defend Trump and defend like men's rights, and then just got destroyed. And then. Um, I think J.K. Rowling said something about it, like, oh, like, Pierce Morgan sucks. And then Pierce Morgan replied, this is why I've never read a single page of Harry Potter. That was his, (laughs) like, comeback. And then uh, she, I forget, she, like, just ripped them apart. She was like, uh... Hmm. I'm looking at the other movies that are coming out. Oh, she said, um... He said, this is why I've never read a single word of Harry Potter. And she responded, because you had a premonition that one day the author would roar with laughter at seeing you called out for your bullshit on live TV. (laughs) Um... And then Billy Baldwin said, amazing what an attention-seeking whore Pierce Morgan turned out to be. Almost as bad as scum-sucking bottom drawer and Coulter. (laughs) Then Pierce Morgan responded to that, and said to Billy Baldwin, mate, at least I'm one of the top three most talented brothers in my family. <laughs> then, which is a pretty good comeback. <laughs> then Billy Baldwin responded, uh, pretty talented family, so I accept. Make sure you and your producers keep begging me to come back on your next political talk show. Hashtag hack. <laughs> uh, so I, I found think it. Billy Baldwin is in the top three Baldwin brothers, because I think there are three Baldwin brothers. Uh, there are five. The, no, there are four. That family guy yeah. skit told me there are four because it's, it's Alec feeding his other brothers, and the other four of them are all like breastfeeding off of Alec Baldwin. Yeah, because it's Alec, Stephen, Billy. I don't know who the other one is. So I found a March's movie, so let's go ahead and pick our March movies. Um, we're definitely going to do Logan. Because mm. uh, we, we just do all. I think we just at this point just do all superhero movies. Um. So we have Logan, and that's on March 3rd. We also have Kong Skull Island, and that opens on March 10th. So that's the beginning of the month. Now, for the rest of the month, there's Beauty and the Beast, which we can do or not. Um, yeah. the, the Belko Experiment which looks like a decent horror movie created by, uh, what's his name? Gunn. James Gunn of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, it's about uh, an office building. They showed this trailer, too. An office building... They hire eighty people, and thirty of them have to be. They have to kill thirty of them. Like they have to choose among themselves, but thirty die. Yeah, cool. Um, and it's like, and if you don't choose, we'll just kill thirty of you at random. So that 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 movie is, and that also opens on March seventeenth. Power Rangers opens March twenty fourth, and Ghost in the Shell opens March thirty first. Um, 
I'm going to end up seeing Power Rangers anyway at this point. I'm going to be that guy going alone to see Power Rangers, but... Um, and I might end up seeing Beauty and the Beast as well, only because the trailer, like, gave me chills. Um... Oh, also, I saw the trailer for Life, which seemed really good. Yeah, oh yeah, that one looks good, too. That They showed that one for me. Um, did you see the Beauty and the Beast trailer, though? Not before no. this movie, just in general? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I saw it in theaters before Star Wars. And um, it gave me chills, because of, like, the the instrumental of the theme. Like, mm-hmm. they play in it. it. It's so good. And I, I think the movie's gonna be garbage, but it, it's there. Uh, then for April, we have... Oh, I forgot. They showed this trailer, too. The Fate of the Furious. Cool. Um, Is that when he, like, betrays them or something? Yeah. Okay. Let's Let's put it in now, so that way I can say I said this before the movie comes out. He doesn't have to betray them. Or he gets his He's being blackmailed by Charlize Theron into betraying them. He's not actually doing it out of his free will. Mm. And that's going to be... The, like, the, the, the twist in the first act is going to be that he betrays them. Then the third act twist is going to be, ha-ha, I was playing you, too. And then at the end of the movie, everyone's just going to be like, oh, okay, it's fine. And then he just walk away. Well, we all know that the Fast and Furious movies are known for their, like advanced writing yeah exactly and we all know vin diesel is known for his depth as an actor to be able to pull that off i don't think in any of the fast and furious movies he says a single sentence that's more than five words long (laughs) i think that's an actual like a real fact um yeah but that's the only one in april really because like i'm not gonna go see the case for christ the smurfs movie um to be fair one of the best movies we saw last year did come out in april and we had no idea it was coming out um, Sing Street? Yep, Sing Street. Um, Yoga And then we also have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in May. Uh, Alien Covenant's also coming out in May. Oh, of this year? Yeah. I've not seen anything about that. Uh, it's opening against Diary of a Wimpy Kid in the Long Haul. Do you want to something that's going to make you feel weird, I think? Because it made me feel a little bit weird. Um, do you know who's playing the yeah. mom now in Diary of a Wimpy Kid? Um, Megan Trainer. No. Alicia Silverstone. Oh, I know her. Yeah, she's, she's from Clueless. She's from Clueless, which we'll be talking about in 30-minute reviews. I think um, she's probably like 30s or 40s now. No, it's just weird, because like, I don't envision her to be that like the mom age. And then there's also Hearts of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales at the end of May, which we don't have to do that one either. Um, Are you sure? July is a good month for us. I don't know if we've ever talked about what's about this July. Um, well, July lightened up a little because they, they spread out what was coming out because originally Wonder Woman was opening. Now Wonder Woman's opening in June. The Mummy is the week after in June. Then Cars 3, which is going to be Cars, Rocky Balboa. Uh, then Transformers, The Last Night. <laughs> then The Sick Will Me 3. Then going into July, you have Spider-Man Homecoming, War of the Planet of the Apes, Dunkirk, and The Dark Tower. Oh. Like, then... oh, I might read Dark Tower. Um, there's also apparently a untitled Disney fairy tale coming out in December. In uh, oh no, December 2017. It's just Movie Insider never moved it to December. It's still scheduled for July 2018 release. Um, Ugh. August is a weak month though. We we're gonna have to double up on something to make up for August not doing anything. Um, 
Because we have the Emoji Movie, and I'm not seeing that. We have Annabelle 2, and I'm not seeing that. The Nut Job 2, and I'm not seeing that. And then three movies I've never heard of, which I'm not seeing any of those. Um, the Lego Ninjago movie is coming out this September, which is not being done in the oh, style wow. of Ninjago the TV show. You've seen the commercial for Ninjago the TV show on Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. It's being done in the style of the Lego movie, like stop motion with Legos instead of like animated, like like all the Lego movies that come out on directed DVD. Um, but opening up in September is Marvel's The Inhumans in IMAX for like three days. You know why? Only three days. Why? Because it's a TV pilot being released in IMAX, uh, the first ever TV pilot to be released in theaters. Um, we have, hmm, was there another Cloverfield movie announced? Not that I know of. In October, you have Kingsman 2, Blade Runner 2049, and My Little Pony the movie all the same day. Then, don't know any of those. Then, Insidious Chapter 4 is the last build on October 20th. I haven't heard of any of the other movies. Then, October 27th is Cloverfield 2017 and Saw Legacy, both of whom are opening on the 27th. Now, November has Creed 2, no release date attached. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, which we have a potential spoiler for, and we're going to talk about in uh, 30 minute reviews. Daddy's Home 2, so get ready for that. Um, Justice League, and then the uh, Pixar movie Coco opening to end out on November 22nd. And December is just going to be. Oh, this is going to be a rough one. Uh, Star really Wars The Last. One of those. Why? In December. Um, um, well, there's three big ones, and then figure out which one I'm pissed off about. You're pissed off about $6 billion man. No, I don't really have any <laughs> uh, connection to that. Um, let's see, we have it's Jumanji. That's the one. That, you're pissed off about Jumanji? I'm really fucking annoyed at that. Why? Do I, have, have you read the synopsis of it? No. I'll read it now if you want me to. Okay. Go ahead and read it now. Have you seen the original Jumanji? The masterpiece? I have, but I haven't seen it in some time. Okay, well, it's amazing. So, this one, in a brand new Jumanji adventure, the tables are turned as four teenagers are sucked into Jumanji's world, pitted against rhinos, black mambas, and an endless variety of jungle traps and puzzles. To survive the play as characters from the game, Meek Spencer becomes a stupid and girl-crazy jock, Dwayne Johnson. Football jock Fridge becomes a tiny Einstein, Kevin Hart. Ed girl Bethany becomes a bookworm professor, Jack Black. And unathletic Martha becomes an Amazonian warrior, Karen Gillan. Hmm. To beat the game and return to the planet Earth with their lives, they'll have to start seeing things in an entirely different way. Okay. There are many things wrong with this. Uh, one, that's not what Jumanji is or how okay. it works. There's no characters. They're just, like, tokens. Yeah. Like... There's, I don't understand how Jumanji is set in the present day with a football jock. Like, I, I'm, like, so fucking annoyed by this. <laughs> in the the board game, like, it's it sucked um, Robin Williams in, and he just lives in the jungle. Like, there's nothing, like, special about it. It's just the jungle. And then things come out of it from, like, gets transported from it to the jungle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... They're going to ruin it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, but yeah, Jumanji is opening against the $6 billion man and Pitch Perfect 3 uh, on December 22nd. 
against week two of Star Wars The Last Jedi, which will, like, bend all three of them over the table and, like, rape them all at the same time. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be... It, it's gonna be brutal, and it's gonna be something that they should never... They shouldn't be allowed to show on TV. It's gonna be that, that bad. Like, Pornhub would ban it because of how bad the rape would be. Um... <laughs> Oh, and you know what's opening against Thor Ragnarok? What? Bad Moms 2. That's that not Bad movie. Dads. No, it's called A Bad Moms Christmas. Uh, but there's also a movie coming out called Bad Dads, which is from the same peeps. With all three reprising their role. Um, all three of the leads. Um, they're visiting their own mothers for the holiday. Whoa. Um, Crazy. Yeah, Pitch Perfect 3, I think that means they don't have any, uh, what's it called? Um, they don't have any faith in it. Which is sad, because the first Pitch Perfect was good, and the second Pitch Perfect was okay. Um, did you see the, did you see the any of the second Pitch Perfect? I've never seen any of the Pitch Perfect movies. Uh, um, the second one has, like, what's it called? The, um, the guy, the guy and the girl from, uh, Elizabeth Banks, I forgot the other guy's name. Who do the um, the commentary on the on the uh, the acapella converse, uh, competitions? They're hilarious. Because like, um, there's this one Hispanic girl on the team, and the guy goes, "Oh wow, she really earned her green card on that performance." And it's like, um, there, there's one point where it's like they're in the second one, it's international, so it's like they're facing this German team, and it's like this is the most substantial conflict between the United States and Germany ever. <laughs> and there is one suspension of disbelief in the second one because pentatonics is they're competing against pentatonics and they win. Yeah, pentatonics would probably win. Also, I don't yeah, think exactly. pentatonics would go to a competition like that. Yeah, exactly. They don't need that kind of like uh, justification to their existence. Yeah, they're the one acapella group that made it in the history yeah. of acapella groups. I feel yeah, like exactly. there can only be one. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, the world falling chaos. So, yeah, so we'll be back with Logan on March third ish once we find out. When we're going to be going to see that. That took about 20 minutes longer than I wanted to take on talking about Wilds coming out for the rest of the year. Uh, but we don't have to do it again. Ever. For yep. the rest of the year. So we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, so Logan <laughs> is the next one, then Kong Skull Island. And we also have that in March. So we'll be back with those 